Been a busy morning so far on Scotty and Goss. Let's head to Melbourne now. Josh Jenkins is part of the SEN commentary team. You can also hear Josh on SEN track. He's a very learned man in the uh, harness racing world, first and foremost, but also his gallops. Hey, Josh, appreciate your time. Good morning. Uh, morning, boys. Yeah, always good to uh, always good to link up. Uh, yeah, I guess the footy season, it is, um, it's a bit awkward, isn't it, with the opening round? You don't know when it's actually starting and... Um, uh, when it's not round one and all all the uh, things that are happening uh, with the start of the season or the staggered start to the season. But what I do know is it's not far away. Certainly isn't. And, mate, we got a bit of a taste. It sort of ramped up a little bit last night with the uh, game between Collingwood and Richmond. It was a five-goal win to Collingwood. Accuracy wasn't on the order of the night? No, certainly uh Richmond jumped out of, the, uh, out of the blocks and I think they kicked one goal seven to start the game. So... I mean, we do see that in once the real stuff heats up, don't we? We we see teams dominate for periods of play, but if you if you kick two four or, or two five and you don't take your chances, then the other team goes down and kicks a goal. It's almost the worst thing that can happen to you in uh, in footy because it just really deflates you when you when you can't take your chances. And we saw a bit of that last night. So, uh, you know, having been involved in those types of games before, yeah. There's a, I guess there's a fine line, boys, between, you know, we're not going to read too much into it, but having said that, uh, we didn't love this, this and this. <laughs> 10 16 to 5 16. It's a, uh, it's a horrible start. No sash, no sash. The Richmond weren't the same team without the sash. No, nah, it's a fair point. It changed everything for them. Did you, did you notice anything at all, JJ, <laughs> of what uh, Adam is trying to do with his Tigers in his, first, uh, in his first season? Obviously, a lot of people have got them sliding right down to the bottom of the ladder. Yeah, not not really. I mean, the game style. I think game styles are pretty hard to pick up at this time of year. That certainly the 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 real intricate stuff is is yet to reveal itself. The game was quite open last night, so clearly the the team defence element from both teams was uh, was a little a little uh, lax. <laughs> but um, I think I think from Richmond's point of view, personnel is going to be important. So you know, their system will evolve. From away from Hardwick and into Uzo, and whether they've got the same game style or a different game style entirely, I'm not sure. We'll learn as we go. But I think personnel is going to be crucial for them because, uh, you know, Gibkiss is a fine young player. Yep. I think Samson Ryan's got a future as a forward ruck. But after that, I, I do have queries on Richmond's young talent. So they're going to rely on Dusty and Che Bolton and uh, some of these older guys, Tom Lynch. I think if. if Tom Lynch might be the most important player to his team across the entire competition. If he's not there, then it looks like it's going to be hard work kicking goals and creating scores for Richmond. So that's probably the one thing I took from the game. Nothing that no one didn't know, but if there's no Tom Lynch, then there might be no Richmond. Mm, oh, it's a massive concern, isn't it? I'll tell you, you talk about defensive aspects there. It, it seriously resembled the NBA All-Star game on yesterday, I'm telling you. <laughs> but hey, as, as a former player, a bloke who's played in lots of pre-season games, how much do you take out of it as a player? How fair do you come on? Because I'm, I'm just watching supporters lose their nana already. I know, um, you know Essendon supporters are, are up in arms and they think it's doom and gloom, so Kilda think they're going to win the flag. Uh, how much do you take out of it as a player? It, it really is just about getting getting through miles in the legs and and getting a little bit of touches, and it's not that fair dinkum. Well, there's so many different um, aims from players, right? Like, you know, you've played. It's some of those... Sometimes, at whatever point of the career you're at, you know, if you're at the start, you're like, well, I've got to make this count. I really want to, you know, give myself an opportunity to stake my claim because it is still a game of footy. You are still putting on 
uh, you know, your team's jumper, whatever it may look like in the preseason, you're still putting it on. There's still that, that dress rehearsal sense. So, you know, guys early in their career, I think it's a really important opportunity for them. But you do have, you know, you still saw bottom would have to have been running around there last night thinking about, I just got to get my conditioning in. I've got to get my work rate, you know, up and going, and and feel feel a few bodies and nothing else, you know. Like what what else could he possibly need to achieve from from that game? The I guess there'd be a lot of guys, and I, I went through this at different stages. You don't really even want to play, but the alternative is train, you know, probably harder than the game uh, turns out to be <laughs> on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning. So you might as well go out there and have a run around and, and feel the footy and those sorts of things. So there's so many different objectives from an individual's point of view. All the players say the right things, but the reality is they've all got different aims from the game. And I guess that's why the games can look so scrappy and, and, and out of sync. We're talking to Josh Jenkins, AFL Nation a commentator, of course. Uh, now, Josh, this afternoon, Carlton take on Melbourne. Now, there's just so much in this practice match as it is, but there's going to be so much to see. Are we expecting Clayton Oliver to play? And, gee, the expectation on Carlton this year, just forget about almost today's game, but what's your expectation of Carlton? Because, I mean, they're there to be, they're, they're probably now officially in the hunted category. Yeah, for sure. They are. They have to be. Uh, to answer the Oliver question, my understanding was uh, he was going to participate in the VFL game between these two teams. I think that, I'm not sure whether that's before or after the game. I'd imagine it might even be um, it might even be after, and they might quickly uh, get him in there. But I'm not sure. It's pretty fluid this time of year with guys who are and are not playing. In terms of Carlton, uh, um, I think, I mean, a prelim final berth has got to give you confidence and belief, doesn't it? I mean, it's got to... It's got to prove something to you that your best footy is good enough. Now, they're Carlton, so I guess we're always a little uh, wary of a, of a drop-off. They've got a pretty tricky start to the year. They start opening round uh, against Brisbane, I believe, so a rematch to that prelim final. Then they've got the big Richmond round one, which used to be the season opener. So it's a, it's a bit of an awkward start to the year, but the reality is if they believe that they're as good as what we saw late last year, there's no reason they can't go 2-0 and and they're absolutely off to the races. So mm. I've got high hopes for them. I saw them play in a practice match against Geelong last week. I like the fact they were playing Harry Mackay in the ruck as a backup ruck because I think that suits their forward mix a little bit more. Tom DeConing can be their number one man. I don't think there's room for Pitnet in that team as well. So uh, I like what they uh, last week against the Cats, even though that was probably... Uh, another step down from what we saw last night and what we'll see tonight. I tell you, if they don't go 2-0 and and then 4-0, and 5-0, and the Carlton supporters <laughs> will come. They'll, they'll be up in arms. We saw what they were like last year. Let's move towards the weekend. JJ, you've got the uh, Port v. Frio game, which will um, all be pretty interested. Frio were solid over West Coast, as you'd expected uh, last weekend, and Port had a, had a draw with the Crows. So, both uh, for their final hit-out, trying to just to fine-tune those last moments before round zero and round one. Yeah, well, I'll ask you, boys, because you've seen them. Where So, Schultz goes to Collingwood. Where do the goals come from from Freo? Because I'm, I guess I think about the game too much as a forward, but I think of a game of AFL footy, you've got to kick 13 goals to win, right? You might win some games where you kick 11, but typically over the course of a season, you need to average 13, maybe 14 goals. How do Fremantle kick 13 or 14 goals every week? Well, they've got they, they play with their forward line last year, and I reckon they've got what they want in um, in Amos, Sturt, Tracy, um, Switkowski will kick kick a few. Uh, he'll take the slack from Schultz. I reckon they've got a pretty decent forward. That's probably their best forward line we've seen for some time. 
Ken, do we think um, he's from a similar area to me? So I'll take an interest in the big boy. Do we think can Tracy? Can Tracy? I think he was about a goal a game, maybe even a little bit less. Can he? Can he get up to one and a half goals a game? Can he kick thirty this year? Yeah, thirty. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I just loved his increase in work rate. Uh, that that yep. was his that yep. was his problem. That's why he wasn't getting a game. But last year he worked his backside off. He was a warhorse at centre forward, uh, especially towards the last half of the season. And we actually went, well, actually, this bike gets it now. He gets it. And I reckon he's only gone another step forward. Josh Tracy, I reckon he's going to be okay. It's been over ten I years. Like it. It's been over ten years, and we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Been over ten years since a Fremantle locker kicked fifty goals, and that was Pavlich. That's their issue. Wow. They need Tracy to get closer to 50 than 30. And he's capable. Mm. He's got a huge – he's a big boy. He likes to take blokes out. But as, we, but as we mentioned, two years ago, work rate was, was his issue. Last year, not so. Hey, West Coast, I take on Adelaide. Expectations for Adelaide are they're going to push for a spot in the eight. West Coast just have to get through unscathed, and they've already copped a bit of a whack with their ruckman, Matt Flynn, missing the first 12 or 14 weeks mm. of the season. Just a quick one, snapshot mm. on both those two teams. Uh, I'm very high on Adelaide. I think if young Daniel Curtin can, it's a big ask, but if he can step in, I think Adelaide can can push for top four. To be honest, if cool. you look at all their games against, you look at their games against the best teams last year, they didn't win many, but they Josh. were in every single one Josh. of them. Josh. Every single one of Josh, them. Mate. Go back and have a look Josh. at the numbers, uh, Tim. <laughs> Josh, uh, we know you're three hours West... ahead, mate, but it's a little early to be on the source. <laughs> Come on, JJ. West Coast. <laughs> West Coast, they should well. They should have made the finals last year if the Ark had have done its job. Yes. Uh, West Coast, um, I'll tell you the guy I want to. I'm keenest on, and I might have had something on him for most tackles in the competition. Ruben Jinby, he's my man. And I'll tell you what, he over the summer he was already a big boy. He is an absolute monster. Almost too big. I'll tell you what, if he tackles you, look out. Almost too big. He's absolute axe handles across the shoulders, mate. He's a full triangle. He's almost bordering on a triangle right now. Key forward. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, We we were debating this last year, Goss and I, about who we thought was going to be better out of Elijah Hewitt and Ruben and Ruben Jimby and. I'm sort of back swinging towards uh, Ruben Jimby yeah. again. Goss is all Elijah Hewitt. Chips in, Hewitt. Yeah, I, I just think Ruben Jimby is that professional, he's that keen, he's that hungry that I'm, I think I'm with him, mate. He's yeah. going to be a fascinating watch. He's a redhead. Yeah, <laughs> let's hope they're both good. Uh, mate, have you got a winner for us today? Have you looked at any fields today for our listeners? Everyone likes to have a little wager. I don't think you guys. I don't think you guys want to know what's happening with the races over here. They're starting at about eight thirty your time. Your whole oh. mate. There's a lot, of people, a lot of people having their Wheaties. Uh, who don't with mind the wager, always gamble responsibly. You win more, you lose less, whatever it is. Eight thirty is all right because I, Goss is off air for thirty minutes. He's got plenty of time. I haven't looked. I haven't looked, but um, tomorrow night, tomorrow night at Packenham, there's a horse in the first name Frawley after the uh, late oh, great. Yeah. He was very good. One on debut uh, in the first at Packenham tomorrow night. He'll go very, very close, boys. So there you go. Mm, I'm the synthetic. I like it. Hey, mate, you are all over your harness racing. Yes. I'm not sure if you've heard. I'm not sure if you heard, but there's a. A little thing over here called Better Get On Pip that yep. my mate owns 98% of. <laughs> He's trying to tell his wife he only owns 0.2%. Um, and it, it may have done very well in a little like, birthday present for Goss yesterday in drawing uh, Gates Barrier, Barrier three. 3 in a $125,000 race on Friday. Have you heard about the buzz that is Better Get On Pip? No, but it sounds like a Better Get On Pip. Um <sighs> I, I I don't mind the sound of this. Now, who's driving? That's my Kyle, first question. Kyle Sivington drives for Ryan Bell. Yep. Ryan's got three in the final. We've drawn three. Oh, yep. Jump we lead. We can team drive. They won't. Absolutely. 
Uh, Viewers aren't listening. No, jump league win. That's it. It's over, mate. And it'll go around. And sadly, it'll go around odds on, but we'll take the seventy-five thousand first prize. I like that. I Thank like you. that. Good luck. I'll uh, I'll Thank be tuning in. I love uh, love. No, uh, you won't, mate. It's eleven forty uh, your way time. Way. It's eleven forty your time. Friday night. I'll catch the replay. <laughs> Josh Jenkins, always good to chat, mate. Appreciate your time. Boys. Josh Jenkins, AFL Nation commentator, <laughs> barista made ice cold. Drive through for your ice coffee favourites at McCafe. Now that's coffee fit for an Aussie. Scotty Goss will be back to wrap up shortly. SENWA Breakfast.